Hey there, friend, and welcome to the Why the World Needs You podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Fritz, and I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, I've admittedly been a bit distracted from the pod as I've been doing a daily video or daily vlog for YouTube in January. So my focus has definitely been there. It's not that I don't care about you. I do. And I'm still going to be here. I'm still, still going to be using the, the podcast here. But uh, yeah, my focus has been on video and it's been lots of fun so far. So I know for many of you, audio is just the way to go. And you listen to this while doing stuff around the house or driving or whatever, But I would encourage you to check out the videos that I've been doing if you enjoy the podcast, uh, just because it's, I share a lot more just kind of like daily life and day to day stuff, uh, just kind of like a window into my experience. And I don't necessarily think that I'm interesting (laughs) as much as I think that that is generally more interesting to see people's, uh, just like how they live as opposed to kind of a curated, um, you know, recording of whatever type. So yeah, just kind of wanted to share that there. I'm having just so much fun with it. I actually, I should talk about that on the pod, uh, at some point here, just cause it has maybe at the end of the 30 days, I'll do that. Um, because it has been a, cool experience so far, regardless of kind of outcome or output, just doing it has been uh, really meaningful. So, so yeah, so head on over Benjamin Fritz at YouTube, if that's any of any interest to you, if not, I totally get it. We all have our mediums and the things that we like the best. So (laughs) um, I'm just happy to have you here if you are here. Uh, Yeah. But with that, Today, I'm kind of going to do just talk a little bit about where I'm at uh, with the job search, just kind of like an update on that specifically, uh, but also more broadly talk about when we are trying to achieve something or searching for something and not being able to be present or struggling with being present and finding joy in the present moment or our current circumstances. That's kind of the, uh, the high level for today. Uh, and yeah, I'll just share some specifics within there. Uh, so with that, I guess to go into you know, like what, cause I haven't done an actual job search update or kind of like life update, you know, and I, I did the, the year in review was the last podcast that I posted. Uh, and that's really kind of the only thing that I've done here in January for the podcast. Uh, so the past month for me has been kind of a, two halves, um, because those two weeks at the end of the year, I just took off stopped doing any type of work stuff, any type of looking for jobs, any type of that, just kind of like 
uh, rest and relaxation time. So just kind of leaning into that. And so kind of unplugged from that whole thing during that time period, it was really nice, really great to be able to have that space. Uh, also, especially for those of you that have your own businesses, I highly encourage, <laughs> cause I've talked to friends within this time period, both like before and after, uh, but I, highly encourage that you consider taking that time off. It can be so easy to never stop when you have your own business, because if you're not working, you're not making money, there is no progress, like that whole mindset. But just taking that space can be a a reset that you didn't even know you needed. A lot of times that's how it feels for me. It's like, yeah, okay, I'll do this. Yeah, it feels good to like take some time off. But then while I'm taking that time off or after I take that time off, I'm like, whoa, shit. <laughs> like that was really beneficial for me. Uh, so yes, I would strongly suggest uh, considering that because I've been there where I haven't done that. And I know the difference of what things look like. Uh, I actually had a conversation with a friend yesterday and she, she kind of had a a rough end of the year, uh, but took those, those last two weeks off for like from her business and stuff like that. And she made some pretty big leaps in how she wants to approach this year. And the conversation that we were having there was creating space pausing and what that does for you, especially creatively, you know, not just from a regeneration, rejuvenation, recovery standpoint, but also from a creativity standpoint, many times, if not always, uh, really great creative insights come from space. They don't come from force. Now, that's not to say you should always just like wait around for insight. I'm specifically speaking to the person that doesn't give themselves much space. Um, so yeah, so just a huge advocate for that. In our conversation, I was telling her, I'm like, that, you know, space is is not in my uh my my being. It's not my default way of approaching life. And so that's a lesson that I've learned over and over and continue to have to be really intentional about creating space because that's hard for me. And this is often the case for, I mean, humans in general, especially in the Western world and a capitalistic society, uh, but specifically for big thinkers and deep feelers. If you are an empath, an HSP, like those things usually lend itself towards uh, this sense of I need to be working towards something. I need to be achieving uh, deep feeling achievers. You know, if you guys have followed me for a while or, you know, been a part of my world, you know, you'll know, you'll have heard that term before because uh, these are things that often go hand in hand. So having that awareness that you have the tendency to be pushing 
and always trying to get to the next thing, get to the next level. Obviously, it's not bad to want results. It's not bad to want to create progress. But once it starts cannibalizing the the growth and the progress, as well as making your experience miserable, or at least less enjoyable than it could be, now that's not so good. That that drive to be making progress is uh, not something that's desirable. So that's kind of a good transition into where I've been at with the job search because the you know the first of January hit and I was like okay I'm gonna have to start shifting back into real life here uh, you know got to the Monday whatever it was I think it was the third and just kind of like slowly got into that week I wasn't like pressuring myself to like really jump right back on it. Uh, but it did feel good because I had rested. I did have some energy to really kind of just like start snowball, right? Like gather up that snow, uh, pack it tightly and be ready to start rolling it down the hill. That was kind of the beginning of the year for me. And so, yeah, I just got my back in the headspace of looking for jobs, connecting with people. And it was, it happened kind of slowly that week where I just slowly, like I said, yeah, slowly started getting back into things. Uh, I did start this daily vlog uh, in January, calling Vloguary, which full credit to Jesse for the name, which she just, I don't even know if she thought that was a good name. She just kind of threw it out there as soon as I was like, what could I call this thing? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that I was kind of focused on that. And the, I think there's still a deeper internal resistance to the job search process. Um, There was a deeper avoidance, partially because I was feeling overwhelmed with how to go about doing it. You know, it's, do I apply for things via LinkedIn and Glassdoor? Do I connect with more people? You know, do I scour my LinkedIn and connect with people individually. And I kind of let those things start to overwhelm me, which again, for anybody that's been around for a little bit, uh, especially within the past few months, I've been more open about this past like six months, I'd say overwhelm for me, it quickly becomes a self-sabotage mechanism. Uh, so I have that awareness now that that's, you know, that's kind of a trigger for me. It's like, if I feel overwhelmed coming on, I make note of that. And it's like, Oh shit. Okay. This isn't a good sign. And by the way, I call this pattern disruption. So as soon as, so my pattern is once I start to get overwhelmed, that can lead to self-sabotage. So for me, I interrupt the pattern with that awareness and I try to shift into something that is going to serve me better. And so for me, that was kind of the process that happened after that first week of January, where just like, okay, I didn't make nearly as much progress as I wanted to on these things this week. 
having a sense of overwhelm, acknowledging all of this. Now, what do I do? And so kind of, yeah, just notice that, work with that a little bit, um, tried to get clear on like, okay, I definitely want to connect with people. I think that is, especially given my, the gap in my resume, uh, like that is the thing that I really want to go in on. I, you know, the people that know me know my character and know what kind of worker I would be, you know, kind of asset that I would be for a company. And that just feels like I have a way better chance with that than, um, just kind of like, you know, randomly applying into the abyss, so to speak. And so I kind of took that into the next week, that intention of like, okay, I'm going to connect with people. That's going to be kind of the main thing I do. And then applying will kind of be on the back burner, you know, just like in the evening, I'll throw in a couple applications or later in the week or whatever, however it ended up working out. And I still, it's like a little better with that, but still struggled a little bit, um, kind of got to the end of the week and just, again, just didn't feel like I did what I could have. It wasn't, I wasn't like beating myself up necessarily for not doing enough. I kind of was, I was kind of there, uh, but, but for like a good reason, like I, I definitely could have done more. And by the way, this is something that I think is really, really important for everybody, but again, especially for big thinkers and deep feelers, uh, being able to discern that for yourself, that, uh, inner dialogue of, am I doing enough? Because, and, and so there's a spectrum here. And by the way, I was talking to another friend about this recently and she is on the spectrum. So of like, I am like, I'm working too much, too hard, being too hard on myself is one side of the spectrum. And then the other side of the spectrum is uh, just kind of waiting for things to happen, uh, just kind of sitting back. And for any of those of you that are familiar with energies, uh, that's far like toxic masculine is on the end of like, do, 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 and toxic feminine is on the end of BBB and not do anything <laughs> and just expect things. Um, so being able to honestly assess where you're at on that spectrum is, I believe, one of the most uh, impactful pieces of information that you can have about yourself. And this ebbs and flows over time. You can be on this spectrum in a certain place for periods of your life, seasons of your life, and or in moments. And so for me in this instance, and I'm kind of waving my hands around a lot here on video for those that are listening via the podcast and not watching on YouTube, um, but I've, I've created a, a spectrum here. Um, but in the middle is kind of this perfect balance point of I am doing enough. I'm doing what I can, but I'm also surrendering to the process and whatever the outcome, you know, outcomes that are happening, whatever is happening, that it is what it is, you know? Um, so kind of like finding this perfect 
center point and being very balanced internally in terms of the way that you are relating to your experience in that circumstance. So not being too hard on yourself for not doing enough or too little, um, but knowing that you are showing up and you're taking the steps needed and that's all that you can do. And just being at peace because you're in full surrender to whatever the outcome is. So for me, in this particular instance, I was just, I was a little behind that balance point where I just, like I, I truly, I wasn't doing enough. Like the self-sabotage had kicked in to an extent. It wasn't full blown, um, but it was, it was still hindering me. And so this kind of uh, came to a head last week. I am recording this on January 19th. So it's a Wednesday. And yeah, this came to a head a week ago, literally, where I pretty much just had a meltdown. <laughs> and there was a 24-hour period, I believe it was from Tuesday afternoon to Wednesday afternoon last week, where I was just like in just the worst of moods regarding all this. Or I was just like, this just sucks. Like it's not going to work out. Never going to get a job. I don't know enough people. I don't know the right people. Nobody's going to trust that I can do this stuff after like being out of the field for so long. Just like I'm fucked. (laughs) was like basically the energy of it. And I'm just like, so, you know, when you just have all this like pent up energy and you're just like, it's just, it's just like bouncing around in you and it just feels like dark and fucking it's like when you see you know, the cartoons or whatever, when there's just like a, a big old scribbly tangled, dark mess, that's like what I felt like inside. Uh, and so again, for those of you that have been following along, along with the vlog, you will have seen that because I shared what my experiences were on that day. And I was just very open. I was very raw. I'm like, this is where I'm fucking at today. And it's a mess and I hate it and it sucks. Uh, I did acknowledge both in that vlog share, but also with Jesse when I vented to her. I acknowledge as like, I know this is just like a moment. I know I'm just having a day, but it real like it just feels so intense in this moment. And it's like, and I was just like, I was like, I know this isn't actually how I feel about the process overall. I know that I'm grounded and and I know things are gonna be okay, but fuck this. <laughs> um so yeah like full awareness but also like full in it which uh yeah I think is like where we need to be like I'm I'm happy that I was able to be in that place like having that general awareness but also not invalidating my very real experience at the time uh but with that because I allowed myself to feel that because I vented a little bit and Jesse, obviously gracious partner that she is to listen to that and reflect some meaningful stuff back to me. That seemed to move the energy. And so it was right after that, that I posted on Facebook and LinkedIn and was just like, just kind of a blast, right? It was like, Hey, looking for a job. This is new to me. Haven't been in this position since I left college. Please help me. 
I need your support. This is not an area that I'm comfortable with or familiar with. And the response to that was very supportive. It felt really good to have that support in a moment where I'm feeling like a kind of just like spinning. Right. Um, but B also just like not in a place of comfort for me. It's like, I've developed a comfort zone and, uh, and confidence in a lot of areas over the past, you know, handful of years, almost decade now of like working for myself and doing all that, that stuff. But, uh, this is an area that is a total, uh, totally outside of my comfort zone. And so, <clears throat> yeah, it felt good to have support while kind of, kind of feeling like I'm floundering in that. Uh, so yeah. So after I posted that, after I started getting some response and Jesse shared it, she had a bunch of people respond on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. So it just felt really good. Even like you know, these are not first connections, but they're connections through my partner. It just feels really good to receive that support. Um, so there were two main takeaways that I had from this. And then I'll kind of go into how this is affecting my approach currently, where I'm at with things currently, and why I'm feeling much better about things. Um, but the two takeaways were one, it's very easy, and I'm speaking for myself specifically. <laughs> um, this is a, a very human tendency, though, as well. Uh, but like for me, if I'm not seeing things in front of my face in terms of outputs or progress or outcomes, even if I'm showing up and doing the things, or for the most part, as I alluded to, uh, you know, could have been doing a little bit more than I was, but you know, mostly doing the right things and nothing is kind of showing itself. It's incredibly frustrating to me and I get demoralized quickly if I'm not seeing that. It feels shitty to feel like you're taking the right actions, but for there to be no tangible response from the outside world, from external stimuli to be like, yes, good job. You're doing the thing. Keep moving. So I'm noting that for myself, I am taking that into consideration because yes, that is helpful. It is helpful to see those things, but the reality of it is that we're not always going to have that. We're not always going to see proof that things are working or that we're doing the right things. So kind of like really noting that for myself because I want to be the type of person that shows up regardless of what's happening in the outside world, as long as I know in my heart that I am doing the right thing, regardless of what that is, that can be in any arena. As long as I know that I'm showing up in the way that I am capable of, that's all that I can control. That is the only thing that matters. And you can really, at that point, only surrender to outcome. Like, and, and when that is going to happen. Um, so, so that was part one. And then part two is just like, do the thing, do the easy thing, the low hanging fruit, the simple thing, guys, 
that Facebook post took me five minutes to write and I blasted it out and I was just overthinking it, right? Like that was so easy. I could have done that, you know, tactically, maybe, you know, probably wouldn't have been the best thing to do that first, the first week of the year with people getting back in the groove and worrying about their own shit. But um, like that second week, I could have easily done that on a Tuesday or Wednesday. And I just didn't, right? Like I was so, I was letting that overwhelm kind of stop me from taking action. So do the thing, do the easy thing, the low hanging fruit. And because sometimes that is going to have a disproportional effect in terms of like, it doesn't always have to be hard. You don't always have to do difficult things in order to get a great outcome. In that case, the, the act was very simple. It was very straightforward, very easy, uh, but it had a large output. It had a, a big impact. And so kind of the, I guess, uh, a third thing or, a, you know, corollary to these or whatever would be ask for help, ask for support. <laughs> it's like, put yourself out there and ask for help. And I know this is something that big thinkers and deep feelers struggle with. So again, ask for help when you need it. People care about you. If you've created meaningful connections in your life, if you've been a good person, which is probably the case, if you're here and you're listening to this, ask for help. Let your people help you. You don't always have to be the one helping. Yes, we like that role. It feels good. It's in our nature. But at the end of the day, if we're not letting people help us when we need it, we are robbing them of an opportunity to get that same satisfaction that we always like to have when we help people. So leaning into that and reminding myself of that was really helpful as well. All right. So then to just kind of arrive at where I'm at today and kind of like, okay, like how am I putting those takeaways into action? Um, yeah. So essentially like after all that happened, I took like made a, a list in, ex, in Excel or a Google sheets of the people that I reached out, the jobs that I wanted to apply for, because I kind of wanted to do it in an assembly line fashion um, where I wasn't just trying to do everything at one time. So I took, like I said, all the names down and took all the jobs down, kind of gathered all that data to finish up the week, you know, spent the the rest of the week connecting with people and having those conversations, thanking them and just getting more information, all that stuff. And then this week has been about taking that list and actually working through it, applying for those things, letting those people know, um, starting to field some phone interview requests and to start to set those things up. Uh, so that's the specifics of it. But the the higher level general overview and energy of it is, and and this really did shift since last week, I had the awareness that I was just treating this process with, I was approaching it with a fear and scarcity mindset from a place of, I need to get a job, I need to get a job, I need to get a job. 
for any and all of the reasons, right? Like they're, they're all valid, but at the end of the day, all that matters is like the way that you're approaching it. And that was, that was it. It was like this desperation approach or like, I, I need this so badly. So again, I'm on video here and I'm like clenching my fists. Cause that's kind of how I'm thinking like, uh, like I just need this thing. And for those of you that are into manifestation and things like that, like that's, that's the opposite of how you create shit. That's the opposite of how you bring good things into your life. It is not by force. It is not by this fear and scarcity energy. So I acknowledged that and I was like, this is not how I want to approach things. Like, what am I, what am I doing here? I want to lean into this being some, you know, enjoyable in some regard. I want this to feel lighter. I want this to feel more playful. It doesn't mean I won't work hard. It just means I don't want this to feel so demanding and so heavy. Um, so with that, I kind of made the conscious, intentional choice to have that mindset about it and to have that perspective of like, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm going to get a job sometime, somehow. And so stop worrying about it. Like stop trying to force that. Me trying to force things into existence or make it happen sooner is only going to put more pressure on myself. It is only going to make me more frustrated. It's not actually going to help anything. We often think that we need to use fear to drive action motivation, discipline, when in fact that is not the case. And if anything, the opposite from um, the the most impactful approach, it does work to an extent. Um, but if we can approach, shift the fear into excitement and possibility, because they're two sides of the same coin, then things start to open up. And again, for those of you that you resonate with manifestation and how that works, that's how that happens. Even if that isn't your, your thing, well, the thing that I always come back to is like, okay, but it's still at the end of the day, it changes your experience of it. So that should be enough. You know, it's like, now I'm not going into things feeling so like, Ugh, like why, when is it happening? Uh, like feeling so frustrated and heavy. Now I'm just like, okay, well, yeah. Had that fun interview, clearly not fit, or they don't think I'm experienced enough or like, and you just move on. You just have to drop it. And so I talked a little bit about this on the vlog. Uh, I, I filmed a little bit of my morning routine before this as well. So those watchers, viewers on YouTube kind of get this insight into how I started my day and talking a little bit about this, but it was actually pretty meaningful because I, so I read the daily stoic and there was the, the quote was from Epictetus and it is a podium and a prison is each a place one high and the other low, but in either place, your freedom of choice can be maintained. If you so wish the idea being that that is all we have is how we respond to something. We don't get to choose what happens in the outside world and we never will. So as I was saying, like, if that's the case, then you just have to roll with it or 
you let it consume you and that's up to you. And what was really kind of fun is that uh, I ended up pulling a card as well because I do a tarot card pull in my morning routine as well. And the way that I use tarot is simply for guidance and to get in touch with my intuition. Uh, don't use it for future telling or anything like that. And so all I do, like when I want to pull a card is just ask for um, a little bit of insight or guidance in wherever, whatever area. And I asked for today was essentially just like general guidance slash um, something that could benefit kind of some of my takeaways from having a phone interview yesterday and not feeling feeling a little bit frustrated with that, but also then at the end of the day, being able to release it and just like, let it go. And just how I can move forward and continue to kind of, um, be in this place of surrender. And I pulled the three of swords, which the three of swords is swords are about like thoughts and communication. It's very like of the mind and mental faculties. And the three of swords specifically is, about a little bit of struggle. And it was funny because as I was reading the the little piece in the book about what the three of swords means, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the question in there was, you may be confronted with struggle but how are you going to respond to it? Are you going to let it crush you or are you going to move forward with it and figure out how to help you learn and heal? Uh, so <laughs> quite literally the same exact sentiment that came from the, <clears throat> the daily stoic and just in general uh, resonates with my process and I was already planning on recording this today. So yeah, all very kismet. I am uh, taking that message to heart. I wanted to share that with you and just let you know that it's a fucking struggle. It's, it's always hard. It's not easy. Nobody does this well, I would say. I uh, talked about with the friend yesterday. I was like, you know, it's so funny because we can know these things conceptually but as soon as we find ourselves triggered by whatever our own fears or wounds or scarcity has, like wherever that lies in us, like when those things are triggered, it's just so easy to fall back into these patterns. So anyways, yeah, just wanted to share a little bit more about where I'm at with that um, but, and it's, and it's a practice. It's constantly reminding myself each and every day I'm doing what I can do. If, if I can honestly say it, I'm showing up. That's literally all that I can do. And so just keep doing that. And then one of the things that I want to add in is actually doing a little bit more visualization around this. Um, and I'll finish on this here, but I'm listening to Dave Grohl's book, the storyteller and he, uh, he talks about how he essentially like manifested his, uh, his rock star success. Uh, he, you know, he's kind of like half serious, half jokes about it, but he like legitimately did some crazy shit when he was a kid to, 
kind of like really deeply visualize that happening. And I do really believe in the power of um, that just because of like where it aligns our energy. And so for me, I have not been doing that intentionally, but I do want to start doing that um, either in the morning or at night or maybe both, even just taking like a few minutes to visualize where I want to be, what type of position I want to be in, how that's going to look in a daily from like a day-to-day standpoint. Um, so yeah, just kind of like really leaning into what feels good, leaning into excitement and leaning into possibility and knowing that the best thing possible for me in this chapter is on its way. It will be here just a matter of time, but that's it for today. Thank you for hanging out. I would love to know your own thoughts about, you know, my process and like uh, anything that resonated with you, but also if you're going through a similar time or have gone through similar times, what has worked for you, what hasn't worked for you, uh, what have you learned Anything that you want to share along these lines, I would totally, totally welcome. You can either drop me a line on Instagram at benjamin.m.fritz, or if you are here and watching on YouTube, obviously just feel free to hit me up in a comment below. And regardless of what platform you are on, thank you for sharing your time and your energy with me. I totally appreciate it as always. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Much love, Benjamin.